Hello, this is James Riddler for Food Manufacture, and today I'm speaking with Joe Agnew, Marketing Director and Brand Owner at Urban Fresh Foods, to discuss the recently launched new product of theirs, Urban Fruit. So, first and foremost, um, who are you and where are you from? Um, yeah, so my name's Joe Agnew, and I'm the Marketing Director at Urban Fresh Foods. So, uh, that business um, has the two brands, one of them being Bear Snacks, which is the Bear Yo-Yo's, um, very iconic, and then um, Urban Fruit as well. So, um, and the purpose really of the session today is um, to talk to you about the, the wellness range. So both of the brands um, operate within the dry fruit um, snacking category. So Bear is uh, traditionally a, a kid's um, healthy fruit snack. Um, and then Urban Fruit has got a, a very different proposition and is more of that adult um, on the go snacking opportunity. So Urban Fruits is the number one on the go adult fruit snack brand, and it has 24% market share. Um, and just, yeah, I mean, it's a fabulous brand. Um, absolutely fantastic products in terms of like delicious tasting. Um, and I think what we're seeing, particularly at the moment, uh, with kind of the booming around um, people being more conscious of, of health trends, then particularly Urban Fruits for adults is that perfect go-to convenient um, healthy snack. You just briefly touched on um, developing uh, a product that is specifically for adults. Yeah. Um, so could you talk to us about your MPD process yeah. and what lies in the core of the decisions when you're launching a new product? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, absolute priority is the, the consumer insight. So that really powers our MPD process. Um, and, you know, it's re re absolutely important or very important that um, the consumer insight really then navigates your, your innovation. So we ensure that anything that we set out to do meets that consumer need um, and delivers a, a, like a USP that is very relevant to the target audience, but also delivers incrementality to the category. So we ultimately start off with that consumer insight. What's the need? What's missing um, in the category that we operate at the moment in terms of product flavors, uh, blend of product? Uh, what are the, the external trends that we're seeing, not only within our immediate snacking um, occasion, but what are we seeing in adjacent snacking categories um, that we could really leverage and bring um, to our product? So we really take in all of those um, trends and insights, and that really forms then the brief of our, our product. So particularly in terms of the wellness range that is um, just launching, is that we saw this um, really global movement on um, uh, wellness and that consumers are really seeking out products that deliver that incremental benefit, whether or not that's for your skin, for energy, you see that across a whole host of categories, whether or not it's food or drink. Um, and we're perfectly placed as um, dried fruit to really deliver the benefits of vitamin A, vitamin C, potassium, um, and develop a, a wellness range. So uh, we are launching a wellness range that consists of three different products, so strength, immune, and glow. Um, there are blended bites. So in each bite um, is a, a mix of lots of different kind of fruit and vegetables. Um, and it's actually a really unique blend of ingredients. So it's not currently available within the dried fruit snacking category. So we bring a real first to that category with this innovative um, product. Um, and not only does it deliver uh, the wellness benefits, 
but um, we know from kind of trends in other categories is that that, um, that bite occasion um, is really convenient, whether or not you're at home or on the go and um, snacking. So, yeah, I think the blended bite proposition um, is a, a really exciting move for us as a brand within the category. Have you faced any challenges of getting to market? Has there been any reticence from consumers uh, to t- uh, to um, adopt, or um, has it been, especially with urban fruit, yeah. ha- have you built on your brand recognition with uh, your previous brands, yeah. or has uh, there well, has there been any challenge of getting it to market? Yeah. At all? Um, to be uh, honest, in terms of the actual process, um, we have a, a kind of defined innovation process within our business that all projects follow. Um, so that hasn't been uh, unusual. I guess um, the climate of the last 12 to 18 months has definitely been a, a challenge that's, um, I guess, brought different um of timings and impacts to our project so normally with the team all together in the office um, things are naturally a lot quicker so when we receive the samples in from the suppliers we can all taste them together and discuss that feedback firsthand so I'd say really the the biggest challenge for our innovation over the last um, 12 months has been more around time um, and logistics and actually uh, making sure that when those samples come in they immediately immediately go out to all the the panel who are tasting it Um, and we've just found different ways of running those sessions so instead of us all being together in the office um, we'll do that virtually and it's actually in some ways um, it's almost uh, beneficial because you can review the the product uh, by yourself and not have that bias of opinion when you're all together so I think with that dynamic, we've really made sure that we have got the, the best possible product. Um, of, of course, our suppliers are around the world because we, we source fruit from around the world. So again, in terms of the COVID uh, climate, that's had an impact in terms of like the shipping. Um, but um, in terms of the team that have worked on this, uh, you know, I'm really proud to sit here and say that the team have overcome all of those challenges and there's been no delay to the project um, and with all despite all that's gone on in the last 12 to 18 months they've still managed um, to deliver a, a fantastic product which is um, yeah is exactly what we need the only actually the only other challenge I guess I'd like to throw in is um, because it's um, natural uh, fruit and veg we're obviously constrained um, by harvest throughout the year. So um, particularly from where I've worked in the past, um, harvests throw quite a big curveball um, into the mix when you're you're developing innovation because of obviously you're led by when that fruit is harvested. So um, we really look to act with pace and agility in all we do. Um, but naturally there is that um, harvest constraint that we must be very uh, aware of. Well, specifically then, uh, picking up the fact that the, the challenges to do with COVID and people obviously not being out and about, from my assumption, urban fruit specifically a sort of um, a, a snack that you pick up on the go, yeah. you know, in the supermarket and whatnot. Um, has that changed at all uh, in the last well, over 12 months now it's been? Mm-hmm. And have you thought to maybe change to a direct consumer uh, approach or are you still focused on those snacking occasions of people picking it up in retail stores? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, naturally, in terms of the um, last kind of 15 months, we've seen an impact on our out of home business um, with everything kind of closing down. We definitely saw an impact um, on those formats in terms of the single serve. But actually, we've seen a phenomenal uptake in our take home occasion. So actually, our take home packs are up 32 percent year on year. And what we've seen is a real shift um, in, in shopper behavior and something that's really benefited our brand. So I personally think that both channels are hugely important. So it's important we have a balanced and clear strategy for both um, physical retail, but also online. But to your point about like the, the online movement and more shoppers um, moving to that channel more as a, a must because of the, the challenges of the last year, um, you know, e-commerce remains the first fastest growing channel in the UK. Um, it's up 103% year on year. And what we're seeing is that it's growing as a result of um, a majority in uh, recruitment of new shoppers. So, and what we're seeing is actually shoppers that perhaps never shopped online before have almost been forced to do so. So we don't expect um, for that to change. We expect, or there's a report um, that actually details that 90% of online shoppers are expected to continue to shop online. Um, but the way that we in particular have seen uh, a benefit from that is that our repeat rates on urban fruits are really high. So the average brand repeat rate is 65%. So I know once I get that shopper into um, the brand, they absolutely love our product and come back time and time again. So that is very well suited to the online model because once we're in that shopping basket, a lot of cons uh, shopper online consumer behavior um, res uh, kind of reverts to the, the favorites list. So I'm very confident that once our product's in that favorite list, um, you know, it gets shopped again and again. And we know that online shoppers are at the moment more valuable because of that um, purchase decision hierarchy and the way that they shop. So, um, yeah, I think there's definitely a role for both, um, but we are seeing a, a more of a, an uptake at the moment um, in, in the online channel than perhaps we would have expected. But like I said, our our take home packs are up 32%. Um, so again, people have adjusted for their snacking behaviors. So whereas before it was very much on the go and our single packs really accommodated that moment, um, people are now, as I'm sure you and I are, a lot more kind of thoughtful and plan perhaps the, the snacks that you have when you're working at home and therefore our take home packs and being present in those um, grocery retailers uh, is really uh, supporting our growth agenda, which is fantastic. And finally, what's next for the business? Obviously, you talked about uh, sort of continuing with that yeah. uh, growth of online. But uh, what else are you striving towards yeah. and what do you see for the future? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, I'm very biased, but I'm a huge advocate of um, urban fruit. And um, it's my absolute priority is driving penetration of this brand. Um, so at the moment, we're still um, really growing the brand and it's in its infancy. So it's very much about sharing the love of urban fruit, driving that penetration. And as I said, with those strong repeat rates, um, getting people to be aware of our product um, then ensures that uh, we can continue to grow. So I have two real focus areas. It's about focusing on our core range. So our mango, our pineapple, strawberry, cherries. 
um, and, and uh, making sure people are aware of those healthy snacks and really driving our core business. But as um, we've mentioned with the launch of Wellness and also our Tumble range, which um, has launched previously, um, I'm also looking at developing that uh, portfolio further. So building the core, but really enticing consumers with innovation that brings a USP to the category and to the market for um, adult healthy snacks. And um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the brand, there is so much potential in terms of the, the health uh, focus that we see at the moment happening. Um, it's really important that from my perspective, that people are aware of this brand um, so that they know it and they shop it. And we continue to see that growth, um, not only in our core range, but uh, complementing our innovation as well. So the dream is absolutely for our loyal consumers to pick up their favorite core product, but also be tempted with the likes of this delicious new wellness range, um, because it brings something completely new that they haven't shot before at the fixture. Thank you very much, Joe, for speaking to us today. No problem at all. Thank you very much for your time today. This has been James Riddler for Food Manufacture.